0: Because we also get to choose where we live emotionally each and every day. It's just a lot of people don't have the tools to do it. So that's why I'm set out in this hell-bent mission to teach people the tools. My mom said this to me when I was going through what I was going through five years ago. She said, your true character rises when you're facing the storm. Because it's easy to say, I read the self-development books. It's easy to say, I listen to the podcasts." But when the real stuff shows up, how much work have you really truly done? And what's happening financially in the, in the economic space is we're no longer in the industrial age. We've shifted, we're in the information age and we're moving into the spiritual age. Whether you like it or not, that old industry is done. Because I've never bought a like in my life. I like myself enough to know that it's not about that. And I want that to really run deep in people because it's not important for that. What's important is how you hold space.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to the I Love Success podcast. I'm here today with an amazing guy. I'm going to introduce him shortly. Just wanted to tell everybody watching and listening right now that I'm super grateful that you are here. We're here virtually today. I love to do all my podcasts in person, but obviously if I have had to pivot or you know, just shut down. And I'm not a guy that shuts down. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to share even more. And this opens up a lot of possibility to meet with people that are across the world. Today, we have Joel Brown, the founder of Addicted to Success coming from the Gold Coast in Australia right now. He's a really cool dude always positive and always happy. We're going to see about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, one one thing that's pretty cool with, with Joel is that he, he decided to create his own business and he's inspired almost 300 million people from all over the world and he's not showing any signs of stopping. So super excited to be here with a man who somehow along the line was fed up with the life he lived and decided to make a change. And uh, he said it a lot of times before, he's a regular guy. If he can do it, you can do it. So let's kind of digest his knowledge today. We have about 40 minutes. Uh, Welcome, Joel.
0: Hey, thank you, brother. Appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to dive in with you.
1: Awesome. So obviously, you shared your story hundreds of times. So I don't want to go too deep with that. But can you just shortly... Tell me what happened that time when you decided I'm going to start addicted to success. What was it that really made that shift?
0: Yeah, great question. So this is almost 10 years ago. So I started addicted to success April 10th, 2010, April 11th, 2010. So almost 10 years. I was sitting in the room with a guy by the name of Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, He challenged me for the first time in my life to cast a vision for success. And I got really clear, like crystal clear on what it is that I valued most, which was business, self-development, contribution, teaching, and travel. I was like, well, what kind of business or brand would I build in order to be able to live in those values as often as possible? And so I started piecing some things together and, and I started asking myself questions of what would my life look like? How would I act? How would I feel? Who would I be surrounded by? What distractions would I remove if I was to be living as the ultimate version of me 10 years from now, but today? Yeah, which is really a great question to ask yourself, how do we do this, you know, and, and and getting into a space of not just clarity, but focus, knowing what to focus on now. And the thing I love about this whole vision process is that I got really intentional in my life. And that's why I've been successful in what I do, because I got intentional, I got clear on how to articulate the vision that I held in my mind to the world, so that the right people could start showing up and supporting me and executing this vision. So I didn't just create addicted to success by myself, my community, my movement created it with me too. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I was successful in it. That's I just love sharing self-development yeah. content. I love speaking, doing transformational coaching live in the room, supporting people in breaking through their limitations, you know, their BS stories that they keep telling themselves as to why they can't achieve their dreams. Yeah. All of that is there. And, uh, Yeah, I just feel so blessed to to be able to do that in in the capacity of, you know, like you said, hundreds of millions of people, you know, millions of podcast plays and all that. That's great. What I really, truly love is seeing somebody shift in that moment, you know, when they believe something for so long that they weren't worth it or they're not good enough. And then they realize that 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 was just a story that they made up and they made some little event mean something that it didn't really mean. And that they've been carrying that for most of their life. And now they get to start a new day with a blank canvas as a new launching pad for their dreams and you know the time we're in right now with this whole coronavirus and everything that's going on this is your new launching pad yes. jump out of it like get into the game and and look at the i always say to my friends that are sharing with me all these things i go cool where's the silver lining They we go oh, well this is what it is i'm like cool start surfing that silver lining yeah because there's something there there's an opportunity for you here right now
1: Yeah, I agree. And I want to go back to you, like you love that transformation in other people. But can you just share that transformation within yourself? What was that pain or drive that made you go after this?
0: Yeah, I would say that, you know, before I custom my vision, and I was in sales, and then I created Addicted to Success, I was in the music industry. And it was this Passion that I had for so many years and then when I got into the music industry did really well with it You know, I was around Major label artists. We had an awesome deal was living in Miami, Florida then LA and working with Even huge artists that are out today I just remember feeling this feeling of emptiness and the emptiness was I I was expecting to feel a certain way And then when I wasn't feeling it anymore, I felt like I was coming up short the truth was that I was doing things for the approval of others. I was saying yes to the things I really wanted to say no to. And I was out of alignment. And so there's a difference between desperation and inspiration. And I really believe that self-development was the thing I turned to that really inspired me from within. That's when I started to get truly aligned with my values. Before that, I was coming from a place of desperation, doing things for significance. Yeah. you know. And that's always a short-lived thing, especially if we were set out here to live a life of meaning and fulfillment. Yeah. So I found more meaning in what it was because I was able to contribute at a higher level. And so I, I think a lot of people are stuck on that. A lot of people are coming from desperation and not inspiration. And if I can show them there's a way to do this, where you are aligned with your values, where you are inspired from within, where you are vision driven, where the limiting stories no longer have to take rule of your life that you get to consciously choose. Because we also get to choose where we live emotionally each and every day. It's just a lot of people don't have the tools to do it. So that's why i'm set out in this hell-bent mission to teach people the tools yeah. and to show them and to reveal to them the parts of themselves that they don't know are blocking them and stopping them from realizing that they're already there that their dreams are already right here in front of them
1: i agree with you that's kind of the it's the human experience right and uh, the beautiful thing about this is that we can start learning and experience from others that have made the same mistakes and i think that's why maybe you got were attracted to self development in the beginning and the same for me i wanted to learn from others because i had had wounds man yeah and so yeah. I, let's talk about a little bit of what, about wounds and, and get vulnerable can you share like what was the worst day of your life and how did it change you as a human being
0: oh that's such a good question yeah so I don't know if I could say it's the worst day because I want to acknowledge the fact that there's so many blessings that have come from it that I can no longer look at it. Like it's a, it's the worst day. There's just so much there. That's so amazing. Uh, and, and like so many lessons that have come from it, but five years ago I was married. Okay. And four months in I, I caught my wife at the time having an affair and what it did was it really challenged me because it shattered my identity in that moment. That's what I made it mean is like, I didn't know who I am anymore because I had so much tied up in that relationship. And obviously like, rightfully so, if anyone gets married, you think that this is it, yeah. you know? And then there was this thing that caught me by the blind side. And so, you know, I thought I was, you know, Mr. Success, Mr. Successful relationship, friendships, business, lifestyle and all that. And then when that aspect went, I was like, what am I gonna do with myself? Yeah. So I had to really work through this forgiveness process. And uh, actually her and I can talk now. We're we're in a place where we can talk with each other and there's no like resentment or, you know, hatred or jealousy or anger or anything like that. You know, there's a lot of, you know, good work that's going around it. Uh, and so what it taught me was that My family are absolutely amazing. My friends are incredible. It just brought me closer to my friends and family. Um, It taught me how to love and forgive. It taught me how to be compassionate towards others. It taught me about um, sitting down and taking ownership. I had to sit down and go, okay, how did I play my part in this experience too? Instead of just saying, you know, when it could have been so easy to say it's her, 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 right? And so that was something that was huge for me. And there's just so many blessings from that because I teach so many people and coach so many people that are experiencing this right now in their life. And I get to be the space with them, you know, and I get to support them in it. And there's just so many blessings from it. So it seemed like a big thing at the time as most things do. And then there's just so much that can come from this whole coronavirus situation, COVID. It's like, for some people, it seems like the biggest thing, the worst thing, you know, the darkest time of their life, right? But I'm going to tell you this, the human soul can endure so much, so much. Like there's so much potential that exists within you and around you. And we need to get into the practice of tapping into that space. And that's what I did was I got into the practice of it. And that's why when something like this happens now, Corona and COVID, like I'm not phased. I'm not like, in, in, like I get it. Like I get that there's some struggle. I totally get that. In my own personal life, I look at it like, this is my opportunity to step in because I know that I have that certainty. I know that I have that that mental strength that I know that people are looking for a way to feel supported that, don't, that haven't learned the tools. And I now get to teach the tools. I spoke to over a thousand people last night, 1,200 people live on a live stream to, to work through this and how to get to a place to create your vision now and how to remove your fears before you step into your vision. I taught three days straight in a mastermind before that we had a 96% retention rate, like 96% of people stayed on because they wanted to learn the tools. I was teaching exercises on procrastination and overcoming it, how to identify the limiting stories, how to overcome that, how to transform their pain into power, how to get clear on their next 90 days so they're empowered and not not distracted by the negative news in the media and, and everybody trying to bring them down that are in that space too. So like this is what happens is I, I look at like, My mom said this to me when I was going through what I was going through five years ago. She said, your true character rises when you're facing the storm. And she said, I'm proud of you and the way you showed up. And for me, it just reinforced that whenever there's a painful moment or struggle, it's your opportunity to see how much work have you really done? Because it's easy to say, I read the self-development books. It's easy to say, I listen to the podcast. But when the real stuff shows up, how much work have you really truly done? Do you lose your center? do you come outside yourself and behave in a way that you're not proud of or do you stand strong at it and look at it as an opportunity to challenge your true identity and to grow?
1: No, I agree with you. And I mean, especially for there's so many people out there that like we're saying, like I, for example, I'm telling you I'm strong. My mindset is fucking perfect. And then things happen. And now you get to test yourself. Like, how do you show up? And it's yeah. a different yeah. different story, right?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Amen to that. Yeah. It's, it's I welcome it. I welcome the challenge. Like when I think about the pinnacle moments in my life and when I look at my students and people that I coach and when we have these breakthrough sessions at our events, it's always that moment that people are most avoiding because they just know that there's pain there yeah. and so much can come from that pain when you accept the fact that you can't deny anymore that there's something here that exists that you've been hiding from avoiding and pushing and sweeping under the rug and we get to go there when you go there you get to accept it and in that process you get to transform it yeah there's so many gifts in it there's so many gifts like i I encourage it like when i find out that there's like something that i'm like not noticing (laughs) if someone points out i'm like awesome let's go there let's do it because every time i've done it i've just increased my own inner value i've increased my certainty i've increased my influence yeah. I've in, increased my contribution on the back end as a new message I get to share and a new teaching I get to teach. It's just so much in there that we get to unpack.
1: I love that. And how do you, like, when you were in that moment, though, five years ago, like, how, how do you go, like, what happens day one after that? How How does the mind work? Because the whole reality is shattered now. Like, yeah. it happens for a lot of people right now. And uh, people are losing businesses. They're losing friends. Like, what do you yeah. go from there? You know?
0: Well, here's the thing you can't deny that you're going to feel the way you feel. Like, automatically, you're going to move yourself to a place where you start having these valid reasons, right? Or valid feelings around uncertainty. Right now, a lot of people are in uncertainty. I totally get why, yeah. right? You can notice that those feelings are there, but identifying with it and holding it and then pulling it to your chest and saying, this is my story, don't take this away from me, you're owning that story. So now it becomes part of you and your identity of who you are. I'm an uncertain person that gets scared in times like this. That's what I'm telling myself when I'm doing that through action.
1: Yeah.
0: You can quite easily choose the other, which is I, I see that's there, I feel the uncertainty, but I'm not going to fuse with it. It's not gonna become part of me, I'm gonna choose a higher ground. That still gets to be part of your identity too, but you choose it. That's why I said at the start of the call, we get to choose where we live emotionally each and every day. We get to choose, like no one else is doing that. There's media, there's people talking, there's newspaper articles, there's conspiracy theories, there's agendas, who knows? Maybe some of those theories could have some truth to it. Who knows, right? But ultimately at the end of the day, you take you everywhere you go. Right, And if I don't trust myself in my decisions, if I'm not in the practice of of stepping in and I haven't built up enough certainty and I haven't been choosing emotions that are uh, really watering and fertilizing my growth, then I'm not setting myself up to win in times like this. Like we have to do this now. We get to do it in a major way. And I think that a lot of people now are kind of waiting on the environment to change. They're waiting on the climate to shift. It doesn't work like that. If that happens, it's a bonus. I'm not expecting it. Not anytime soon. So what do we do? We step in. We start changing our routines. We shift our habits. We fuel our mind. We connect with people that aren't in a negative space. We get to connect with. We find ways to create in new ways. Right. We get clear on the things that we've been hiding from, avoiding, and pretending not to know. We get to journal. We get to meditate. We get to visualize. We get to use this as a new launching pad whatever you do, don't stand still. Don't sit on your hands because it doesn't work. We know it.
1: I love that. And how has this, like, have you had any time to kind of contemplate right now and, and kind of like, how am I going to level up in my life when this is over? Like, what are, what are you going to do? Dude, there's,
0: this, this works in waves. This is how it happens. We're in seasons right now. It's moving. It's shifting. And what's really interesting about this experience that we're all going through, there's not one person that's left out. Everyone's feeling it. Yeah. What's really interesting about this is there are a lot of people that I know that are into self-development, right? A lot of them in my community and they're like, I want to self development grow. Question is, can you do it in tough times? Because that's when it gets real right? Because you can say it when you feel comfortable in the luxury of your home. I am so blessed. The fact I'm even sitting in a chair now and we have an internet connection, like grateful, hand on heart, grateful, right? What it is going to do right now is going to challenge people to get resourceful. You have everything within you and around you to make anything possible. And I have some coaches that I speak to that are like, I've got to lower my prices. We're going to drop it right down, like a 10th of my price. No one's going to buy. Duh, duh, duh. That's the story they're saying. And then I've got other friends that are literally making multiple six figures right now. I've got people buying up investment properties. I've got people that are investing millions in things. And then I've got others that are losing millions in things. Things are shifting like no tomorrow. Yeah. It's happening in that way. But it's always it's always a matter of mindset around what's possible. What What I said yesterday when I had this conversation with one of my students was, We're playing chess and checkers now like we need to move the pieces i've been on calls with my team sitting and working out ways that we can start changing their roles and responsibilities like really getting real and it's been such a blessing for even for my business because we've had to get real on what are we wasting money on what could we be maximizing on what can we negotiate what roles and responsibilities are you in is that a high income generating activity is that the most productive thing we could be doing and we've had a full cleanup in the business because I don't want to lose my people. I don't want to have to call anybody off, but we sat down and going, let's move the chess pieces around the chess table. And that's what everyone now is going to have to get really good at doing is moving chess pieces, maybe getting on a phone call and swallowing your pride and saying to someone, Hey, remember you, you wanted me to work with you on this thing. I'm willing to you know, go to this space. Let's do this. Or, Hey, I'm struggling right now. I need some support. I know we haven't talked for a bit, I love you. I'm not the best communicator, but this is me really trying, right? Like it's going to bring up a lot of new conversations. And you like. I believe we don't get in life what we think we deserve. We get in life what we negotiate. We're always negotiating and you're negotiating with yourself all the time. The problem is a lot of people aren't very good at negotiating because they don't believe that they're worth it. So now is a time where you start to get really real in in uncertainty, in the struggle, uh, in the trials and tribulations. Now you're sitting here going like, all right, I'm in self-preservation. What do I need to do in order to show myself that I actually am worth it? This is the ultimate self-development challenge for so many people that have had it too easy in their life. And people that have had it tough, they're used to this. So this is like, This is almost a walk in the park for some people too. So I just want you to have a look at this and go, how can I play this now? Knowing that you get to choose where you live emotionally each and every day. How are you gonna play this? Your next move is a chess move, but swallow your pride and get on. Who do I need to connect with? What do I need to move into? What skills do I need to learn? What things do I have to sit down and really map out? What things can I clear out in my own emotional space? Maybe it's time to start looking at your health. This is going to rock a lot of people that haven't been looking at their health lately. Now they get to check in on themselves and go, am I drinking too much? Am I smoking too much? Why have I got fear around catching this virus? Maybe because I haven't been looking after myself. We get to do this and we get to respect our elders. Going out and spreading the virus, like get your head right. There's older people here. You may not be affected, but you could be carrying. You know, so it's getting a lot of people to wake up and what's happening financially in the, in the economic space is we're no longer in the industrial age. We've shifted. We're in the information age and we're moving into the spiritual age. Whether you like it or not, that old industry is done. An old school way of selling and the old school way of coaching and speaking and service and product. If anyone's coming in trying to do old school selling in a space that's greasy and grimy and snakeskin salesman, snake oil uh, salesman, What's going to happen is people are going to reject that in this space and time right now because all people want to feel is supported. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to really encourage people to shift, man. I'm so yeah. passionate about this conversation because I'm like yeah. talking to people every day. I'm coaching and speaking about this every day and supporting and holding space. And there are a lot of people that need that, that support in this time.
1: I think that's the hardest thing to be. I mean, in this world to be totally authentic, that's everything, right? And to be a person of the work. Yeah, it's a practice. But it's also cool because you don't need to even have an Instagram account to be authentic and be real. You can be real to your neighbor. You can be real yeah. in every interaction. You can smile to the homeless person. Doesn't cost you a thing. Um, so last question, I know you got to go. What's the... One thing you want to tell people when they leave right now, the first thing they can do to get a little bit closer to their dream, their goal, their vision, what's the number one thing they can do right now?
0: Yeah. So what I would say is I'd say that before you even map out your future, right, of what you're, you're looking at achieving or setting out to achieve, you've got to get clear on what you value most because that's where it's going to drive you from within. And if we're not truly aligning with what we value most and your values are usually the void that you want to fill in your life. It's like the thing that you want to keep growing in and expanding. And if you're not filling your day with that, you're not going to feel fulfilled. And see, a lot of people are are usually filling their day with things that are meeting like a, a, a wounded need or an unhealthy need. It could be, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, it could be Um, Just binge watching Netflix and especially now, you know We have the opportunity to sit and like drink all day or watch Netflix all day and just put everything off if we wanted to And see a lot of people use it as a crutch because that's filling a need Tricking them into thinking that they're doing Some form of work or, or numbing the pain and so the first thing is to really get clear on what do you value most in life? Like truly value not just what do you want? But what do you really want in life? Writing it out, getting clear on it and committing through your habits in your day to start focusing on that. Start getting mentors, start learning about how to expand in those areas of your life and filling your day with that. And see, like a lot of people uh, will stay out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, you feel terrible about yourself. It's like we know when we're incongruent. We know when we're not showing up for us and it doesn't feel good. So you can choose to show up for you. And I want to use this analogy before we go. I wanted to to really paint this picture clearly. If you had like a, a hose that ran through a backyard and it wrapped around a tree and then it went under a wheelbarrow and then it got caught up through a shovel and it was kind of all over the backyard, it would have all these kinks in it, right? And those things in the backyard is like your your wounds. They're like the, the traumas, the pains, the things that you haven't uh, gone to that you've avoided in your life. And what happens is when that hose is kinked, when you try and turn the tap on, You turn it on, you hear like that. That's the water trying to run through a kinked hose. And that noise is like stress and anxiety and fear. Now, when we unkink the hose and we get real about the things we need to face and nurture the wounds and go there and heal, they unkink the hose. And as your water's running through it, it's more fluent, right? There's more flow in your life and life becomes, becomes easier. I'm not saying it's perfect, Without as challenges, I want challenges because they're, they're wrapped in gifts, but ultimately, it becomes lighter, and that's how life should be when you've got your life in order and you have flow. So just really get clear on that. Don't just try out all these strategies all the time on top of everything else because it doesn't get rid of the fact that you're holding onto a boulder back here, and it's hard for you to move forward.
1: Joel? Thank you so much, brother. I truly appreciate your time and that you wanted to comment on and share.
0: Yeah, I think just reach out to me on Instagram. I, I interact with everybody on there. Like if you want to shoot me a message, you got questions, let me know. I've got academies that I do live online, free masterminds. You get to jump in and learn all these tools and exercises. So, Just follow me at I am Joel Brown. That's I-A-M-J-O-E-L-B-R-O-W-N. Just message me right now on Instagram. If you're watching, do it now. Uh, And if you're listening, do it when you can. Uh, I love to interact with my people. I'm here, like I said, it's not about the followers. I've got nearly 100,000, but the truth is I'm never going to sit down and meet meet all the 100,000 in my lifetime you know, one-on-one. I want to be able to interact with as many as possible. I want you guys coming to my masterminds to learn the tools so you can go and teach your family, friends, and followers too, and have an awesome inspirational impact in their life as well. Just like Peter does for so many people. So Peter, man, thank you so much. Thanks a million. I appreciate you.
1: Namaste. Thank you, guys. I love, love that you were here, listen, watching. If you want to learn more about us, go to ilovesuccess.co. We have almost 200 of these conversations. Thanks again, guys. If you like this episode, share it with somebody that needs to hear Joel's message because it is very good. And I think you can take so many great things in your life. Thanks again, Joel. See you Thank soon. you,
0: brother. Thank you you. Love, man. Appreciate you. Tschüss,